everybody, this is the Fear Care Podcast, man. We are in here for episode 12. Um, wow, man. This is today. Th- today's episode is actually kind of kind of dope um, because we have we have uh, none other than the the one of the great photographers himself, Iva Two, uh, chilling with us. So um, so yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm pretty sure everybody on here is excited um, about having you know this guy join us for this this episode man bro we are like once again man i we and you talked just a little bit before we actually got started but i i just want to again just thank you for you know taking out of your busy schedule uh to actually hang out with us talk with us and uh kind of drop some of your uh knowledge on us cuz uh oh, trust man. me man i mean it's 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 one thing to hear from other photographers and get advice but it's one thing to hear from people like you um, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, That's, man. I'm just really grateful to be here. Thank you guys for asking me on. I'm, I'm so hyped. I'm hyped as fuck, man. I've been waiting for this moment since so long, man. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to finally talk with you, Nikki. Yeah. Like we chat a lot in DMs, but this is like the oh, first time I actually get to hear your voice no, directed I, at me. I love you, man. I love you so much in all, in all kind of way, man. So uh, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, man. So we are. Uh, we want to um, first start off as we do always with just you know, um, giving a shout out to our listeners, um, our supporters. We really want to appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. We appreciate the support. Um, man, I'm telling you, man, it's just it it, it doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, we've come a long way from season one, episode one, uh, when me and Dundada did that first episode. Man, you guys was riding with us since then. And it's just like it just it skyrocketed since then. I thought it was gonna take us a lot longer to get where we are now, um, and we still haven't made it. I can honestly say we still haven't made it. We still at that humbling position where we're still learning and we're still trying to grow and we're still taking advice. But uh, we just want to appreciate you guys for riding with us this long, man. And uh, the sky's the limit, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. And uh, once again, we appreciate y'all support. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into this. Get into this this conversation, man. We um. Start off with our most recent pickups, and uh, as always, we try to give our guests the first uh, the chance to you know talk about your most recent pickups. I know you got a lot of stuff, bro. I, I, I'm just I'm <laughs> feeling that right now. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is like this week actually I didn't get like a lot. It, it's it's gotten to that point where so many toys come out constantly. It's like it's really like a week to week thing, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, this week I only got one figure in, and it was um, Hot Toys Wicket. Um, from Return of the Jedi, um, which looks really good. He kind of looks like a, a teddy bear in some ways. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to shoot him. Um, he's uh, So he's the main one I got this week. I recently got Nosferatu from Mezco. Um, that figure is, oh my God, what a gorgeous <laughs> figure. <laughs> I mean, everybody's doing such amazing work with that thing too. It's like, <laughs> no wonder. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, I got the Demiacal Fit, um, the Psychic, their Goldo, pretty much, from um, uh, the Ginyu Force from Dragon Ball. Wow. I had to get him, because, you know, the uh, the SH Figure Arts one, they're just going to give us a statue. So I was like, well, I need an articulated one, so I had to go to Demiacal Fit. Right. Right, yeah, and, uh, I saw that one. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it's they, very you know... disappointing. Yeah, you... you get the entire rest of the Force. You're a big then... fan... Are you a big fan of the Ginyu fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, I... Me? Yeah. Love the Ginyu Force. <laughs> they nuts, man. They're totally nuts. 
I think that's where Dragon Ball is at its best when it's just going absolutely crazy. Um, and there's nothing more crazy than like these villains that are supposed to be, you know, like these terrible murderers, like despots of the galaxy. And yet they feel the need to like dance and pose before they do anything. <laughs> right. And it's just so flamboyantly ridiculous uh, that I cannot wait to do some shots with like those figures. So that's what made it like really difficult when S.H. Figure showed off Goldo and it's like this tiny little statue. And I'm like, how are you going to do Goldo like that? <laughs> So, yeah, I got him. Um, and then I also got um, a Nendoroid um, that a friend sent me from uh, Haiku, that volleyball series of uh, Asai Azumain. And I think that's it for this week. Got a lot coming in this next week, though. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people got a lot coming in uh, this coming week because I know a lot of uh, figures uh, for Big Bad Toy Store are supposed to, supposed to probably release um, next next week, probably. Um, I know definitely that Mayfax Batman is probably going to drop. Oh, it's probably yeah. going to get yeah, it's probably going to get shipped out to a lot of people um, next week. And uh, yeah, man, so that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, let me see. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really get too much. Um, I was able to snag the uh, Mesco booth box, and um, I gotta say, that's this is actually the first because. I got the um, I got the twentieth anniversary when they first did twentieth anniversary figures and they started with um, Go Gomez. I got that. I got the swag bag. I think that was like my what first. That was my first swag bag, and um, that was just amazing. Um, and then I ended up getting the Baron Ben swag bag, and that was it. Was okay. I was more so drawn to the figure than I was everything else. Yeah. But this Mesco booth box man was just like it was to me. It was over the top, and then. I would say that my favorite figure was the actual Mesco one to a figure, but I'd be lying if I said that my favorite <laughs> figure was the five points figure. Um, and I, I refuse to take that five point figure out of the box. When I see um, them, you know, advertising or had the uh, five points figures on display at toy fair, I was just like, Oh man, like, and, and I'm not even a five points of articulation type of guy. But those figures just look dope. So I was just like, I yeah, I agree, man. It's a beautiful figure, man. I I, I don't yeah. think I would take him out of the picture. Yeah, it's like I, I told myself, I like I have to have those. So when they do the regular releases, especially the pink skulls, I have to have the pink skulls, oh, and I yeah. hope that they do those in the three pack and not do them separately. Um, but I had to have those, and then that Gomez also looked pretty cool. So I'm hoping that they venture out and do other characters with the five points line as well. Um, that's in the Gomez verse. But yeah, this this gold Gomez man was like my favorite. It's not coming out of the box. Um, I'll just have to wait till the regular release comes out. But that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, another pickup that I had was the Punisher head scope that you know our very own Nikki Ty did. Um, oh, yeah. This this Punisher head scope was so dope, and it's actually a story behind this one because. I wanted to get the Sideshow um, Sideshow Collectibles Punisher off their website. I missed it. Um, so I tried to go second market for it. The price on it skyrocketed real quick. Um, but this particular head scope kind of resembles the head scope on that, on that um, six scale figure. So mm-hmm. to have this, and then on top of that, I actually wanted to get it, get you know, an old boy head scope. And I just, I couldn't get it, you know. And so for Nikki to come through with this one, it was just like, yeah, 
Like, dude, you and plus the day that it came in, dude, I was having like the most horrible day. Um, so once it came in, once I got out the mailbox, I was like, oh man, this made my day. So this right here is like it, it has a, a a special a special spot um, because this this is a dope head sculpt, man. And like mm-hmm. I said, it, it really it really like made my day. So Nikki, I appreciate this, bro. You, you, I got gotcha, you, bro. bro. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, man, you you really helped out a lot. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, other than that, as far as most recent pickups, that is about no. I'm lying. I picked <laughs> up the um, I picked up the classic Moon Knight. Um, nice. Um, That's a good one. Yes, so beautiful. Um, for some odd reason, I cannot find the first release. It's somewhere in this somewhere in this house. Um, of course, I just moved, so I got a lot of stuff spread out everywhere, especially my figures. So once I go through those, I'll probably end up finding it tomorrow. But um, but that that Mesco figure, man, and it's like it's crazy because I went in to pick up my booth box from Walgreens, and. I just so happened to say, you know what? Let me go in the toy aisle just to see what they have. And I swear it looked me dead in the face. It was like the only figure. It was like the only figure I was able to look at. I seen <laughs> it was it, meant to be. <laughs> exactly. I seen the Iron Man 20, 2020. Um, no, I'm sorry, 2099 sitting right behind it. But it was just like, I got that already. That's not the center of my attention right now. God damn it. I can't believe I found this figure. <laughs> it was just like so many things going through my head when I seen that. And I was like, oh, my gosh am i really looking at this right now and i know how difficult it is for some people to actually find that figure i actually seen a post where somebody found at least like five of them so i thought that was pretty dope um (laughs) but the figure is kind of scarce like out there so it's just like for me to find that and for it to be the only one i was like yeah like you said bro it was meant to be because i felt like if i would have left that figure there and tried to come back for it the next day it would have been gone oh yeah that's one of those things that as soon as you see it you got to pick that up. yeah definitely so that's that's pretty much about it uh, as far as my most recent pickups, man. So, good list. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'll go next. Cause, yeah, my my stuff is pretty small. Um, I ended up. Let me see. It's been a while since I've been on here, so I got a lot of stuff since then. But I'm gonna <laughs> keep it. I'm gonna keep it short with like the last like week or so. So the first thing I got was the. Um, I guess that Hasbro uh, versions of the Ghostbusters. And, and a lot of people have been talking, you know, a lot of shit about it. And I just figured I'd just get it for myself anyway, just to, just to see. And I got to say, it's, it's not that bad. The only big issue that it has is that it scales so small compared to everything else Hasbro has. Really? Yeah, like, like, even, like even G.I. Joe's are pretty small compared to Legends. But the the Ghostbusters are even smaller, so it's kind of weird. But then at the same time, I kind of don't mind because they're just regular people anyway. And yeah. then on top of that, like it just makes the monsters that I have even bigger. So that would be cool. So it might work in your favor then, yeah, for shots. So, so I'm definitely gonna get some more of these. I think like what they really need to do is like you know add hands, and hopefully we get more Ghostbusters with more facial expressions. Because I was re-watching Ghostbusters the other day, and I was like, oh, man, like, I got it. <laughs> so I got it. So that was one of them. I got, um, <clears throat> look, unfortunately for me, because, you know, I did the same thing as CTG tried to do. and went to Walgreens, and, you know, I saw everybody getting, you know, a Moonlight. And I was like, let me, let me, let me go down the street and check <laughs> for a Moonlight. Let me see. I know my Walgreens over here my local one that's like close to me really sucks like they they don't have blue legends for some strange reason 
They don't do toys. I don't know why. I don't wow. even argue with those people over there. But I ended up finding uh, Iron Man 2020, and I really don't care for this figure at all. But <laughs> it looks so good, and I really just wanted the effects. But it's a really good looking figure, so I got it anyway. So I'm, I'm hoping and praying <laughs> that a Moon Knight will show up in there, even though I already have it pre ordered. So I love how that broke down. You're like, I don't really like this figure, but I bought it. <laughs> and I and bought I, it. I, I kind of like him. He's like, I kind of like how it looks. You know, he got the weird, you know, I looked into his story and, you know, how he's kind of like, you know, he's the, he's kind of like the anti Tony Stark kind of thing, but, you know, I, you know, I'm rocking with it. So. I like more. I really like the effects more, and it gets me more hyped up for War Machine. Cause a lot of people are finding War Machine. That War Machine looks fire too. Yes. That that figure looks amazing. So I'm really, I really can't wait to get that War Machine too. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I also found the day that it was announced. I believe it was uh, around San Diego Comic Con. Hold on, this big motorcycle driving by. All right, big motorcycle. So, <laughs> so I found the um, the the Lightning Collection Dino Charge Black Ranger, like it was the only one on the shelf. Got super lucky, picked it up real quick. Exactly. And I was, I was, I'm, I I love the figure, and I took so many shots of it, but it's like I just on my little rant that I had earlier, I just feel like the Hasbro team for Power Rangers has changed somehow, some way. Because it's just not the same anymore. Like little mm-hmm. things are are becoming big problems with the paints, and like this is an ongoing issue with like Legends too. But I feel like it's getting worse with with, with the Lightning Collection. But other than that, like the figure is still really good, and it's like you know I definitely think people should get it. Um, what else? The last thing I got was today is the Lightning Collection um, Psycho Green Ranger, and what a package from so- hell that was! Wow. <laughs> Because it should have got here last week, and it's been it went on its own journey. It, it really did. It was it went all through California for five days. <laughs> hey yo, hey, I could not stop laughing at you for that, man. I, I mean, dude, I had such a laugh because it was just like they literally went backwards. It's like it was closer to you first, and it's like it, it just was. gradually got worse. And it was just like, what are you doing with my package? Like, come on, man. Like, like it was in Hesperia, California, which is roughly like an hour and a half away from me. And I'm like, all right, cool. I should be getting it tomorrow then. And then it said, oh, it's in Tracy, California. And I'm like, where the hell is Tracy, California at? And I was like, oh, shit, that's all the way in, near San Francisco. Like, wow. What? How did you get there? Like, you're just 20. Like, what? And then... Oh, no, 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 before that, yeah, yeah, it went to San Francisco, and then it came back down here, and instead of coming, like, like to Palmdale or back to Hesperia or whatever, it went to the city of industry, and, like, so you just went right over my head and it just <laughs> went to a whole other city, more more south of the border. I'm like, what the heck? And then finally, like, like I looked on it yesterday or this morning, and it said it was in the city of industry still. And I was like, wow, okay, so I'm not going to get this package until Tuesday, then. And then at first, I was like, you know what, that'd be cool. I get a whole bunch of Power Rangers, like, figures on one day. And then all of a sudden, knock, knock, here it is, it's here. And I was like, wow, FedEx, you guys really need to work on this. Yeah. <laughs> Did tracking still say that it was still down in, like, City of Industry or something? I don't know how I got to City of Industry. It's just, that was just weird. But I got it, and I'm happy with it. 
Um, it's pretty much the same as the other two Psycho Ranger figures that came out. It's going to be the same as the the five pack that's coming out next week. It's just it's the Psycho Green Ranger, and even though it's the same, it still feels so different. And it's a really good looking figure. Um, besides the, the stumpy neck and everything that it has, but I still suggest people to find a way to get this figure. And for some reason, this 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 is supposed to be a Hasbro exclusive, but it's popping up in Walmart's. Wow. Don't know what's going on with that. That's just kind of weird. So, hmm. I don't know what to say. But yeah, that's pretty much Oh yeah, and I got the Bat Raptor because I had to get ready for Batman. I had to. I'm glad you got that, bro. I saw uh, that Bat Raptor. I was like, I got to get this. It's crazy, though, because I see people finding actual Batmobiles, and I'm like, where are y'all finding those at? Because that's what I want. The Bat Raptor is cool for like a mock um Batmobile, but I want an actual Batmobile. Like, I mean, like, where do they find these? And I'm hearing people say, oh, well, I found it at Walmart. Or I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I can't find it at my Walmart for some reason. I find a Bat Raptor, but I can't find that. So it's just like, that's kind of strange. But, you, you know, get the Bat Raptor. It's still an amazing figure for 24 bucks because eventually the scalpers are going to get to it and they're going to hoard them. And then oh, yeah. just when people need them, for just twenty four bucks, you're gonna see it on eBay for eighty, a hundred and sixty, and then you're gonna be like, "Man, I wish I got it." Well, I mean, I have him. I actually, well, I have it. I have the Batmobile. Oh, okay, you good then? You good? Yeah, I have it. I just wish I had a Batmobile. Like, I just, yeah, one of these days. Who's, I just feel like my father would do it. I think my father would do it. Like a fifty dollar Batmobile or a sixty dollar Batmobile. If this sells out and continues to do well, and the way that their line is going right now. I think they're going to make more vehicles because this is really nice. They should because I feel like maybe this will take some of that heat that he got on him off, you know, because, I mean, he he, he kept – I mean, in my opinion, I feel like he's catching a lot of heat. Like, I mean, really? we, for some – I don't know. Maybe I, – I, I, I'm pretty sure by now he's listening to the fig heads because I swear to God, we talk about <laughs> him every episode. <laughs> we dog out Todd McFarland every single episode, man. So I'm pretty sure he know our names by now. But it's just—I feel like if he, if he knows that, I mean, if he, if he if he does end up doing that, I think that'll take a lot of heat off of him because he catching some hell, bro. Like, and I know, I know, I know it for a fact. When those spawn figures come out later on this year, holy shit! You talking about some serious criticism? He's gonna catch it if those figures aren't up to par. Oh yeah, he's he. Well, yeah, the price that they were asking for that—I mean, they have to be yeah. like the best Spawn figure that ever came out. Right. I think. See, he he so, can't he can't do what Mesco did and kind of get a pass. Mesco did it, and it was just like Mesco did it gangster though. Mesco had done already told us like, okay, look, y'all ain't getting a single jointed figure. Y'all can forget about that. But it's like us being us, we were still like, okay, we still want double jointed. We're gonna keep bothering y'all till y'all give us what we want. And it's just like, I mean, they kept him, they kept him going, they kept it going, they kept the improvements going. And it's like when they finally released him, the head sculpt, one of the head sculpts, I'm gonna say one of the head sculpts was trash. And then he still had single joints. So it was just like, and his Mesco was just like, okay, y'all bought him though, didn't you? I mean, we got <laughs> y'all cash. So I mean, what really can y'all do? So it was just like, God. Dang. So it was just like they, they handled that whole situation gangster. So I mean they could do that, but I don't think Todd McFarlane gonna be the bounce back. If he ruins this spawn figure, that's it. It's just like people are gonna be like, you know what, Todd? 
Give it up, buddy. <laughs> okay, let's say we put a pin on that for later and yeah. see what Nikki got. Definitely. Because I think that's going to be a good conversation to have. Oh, what I got, uh, I actually don't don't have a lot this uh, this month. I the only figure I bought myself is uh, Golden Dragon Ty Gomez. Yeah, that's the Ooh. only figure I bought. And besides that, uh, I got the kept uh, the Marvel Legends uh, the new Iron Man armor Starboos from the from the. PlayStation oh, from the game? video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually got it since one uh, one month already. I got <coughs> provided by uh, Hasbro Germany. And uh, I have to shoot it. I just made one shot out of it. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm behind with that. And uh, <laughs> I also surprisingly got a special uh, package from Articulated Icons this week. Uh, I'm not allowed to say it too much, but uh, yeah. Get ready, guys. Get ready because new icons gonna come soon. Every month, start, starting from now, uh, starting from this month uh, with uh, Crimson Red Ninja. Those will be available this month, and uh, yeah. So. That's and I got, ninjas. I got like tons. I, I got like thirty to forty head sculpts from Action Figure Custom. Like it's it's now actually on the uh, in 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 the area on on the plane, you know. It's coming to me now, like forty heads once in one time. <laughs> oh, Damn wow. man, how do you have enough time to paint all those? Bro, I don't know, man. I, I was I was way too hyped, man. I was way <clears> too <throat> hyped and way too motivated, so I took all the commissions because you know what? I was thinking like I need money for fucking Sentinel. I need fucking money. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need, Especially I need, you guys over there. It costs like six hundred bucks or something like that. Right? Oh no, 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 no. The, uh, the Sentinel over here costs. Let me say it's around uh, four hundred twenty US dollar. Oh, that's not bad. Okay, it's not bad. No, no, it's not bad at all because uh, the Hasbro has they managed to have a, a partnership with a European uh, uh, retailer. So you can get it uh, from uh, in Europe without paying uh, taxes or uh, shipping a lot, you know. So it's cool. Oh, it's that's cool. Yeah, that's amazing that they did that. Because I remember when they first dropped this whole HasLab thing, people were up in arms about not being able to get it overseas for like, it would be costing almost twice the amount, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking for Europe. I don't know. I don't know how they cover uh, Africa or, or Asian or whatnot. But uh, in Europe, I got it, man. I got it. So I'm... I need to uh, paint a lot of heads now. And just, like, <laughs> I, should, I should be good. on the grind. Okay. Yeah, and that's pretty much all, man. That's pretty much all. I'm waiting for the John Wick. I, I was bring yep. him since, I don't know, like one and a half year already. And, uh, you know, one year. And, uh, yeah, I know everybody's disappointed, but uh, we, my, my expectation wasn't that big because we had we had this talk already that he only have single joint because he was at the con, like uh, the pose he had, you know, we knew that already. Okay, is uh, the suit and the headscarf sucks a bit, but uh, I mean, I'm a customizer, so it shouldn't be a problem for me. And uh, I also got a, a, a new button ready for him already with double joint. And uh, so, yeah, be careful. Don't wake, man. Don't wake. I got, I got that guy coming in this week too. I was a little, I did not know about the single jointed arms until people started talking about it. Oh, so I was really a little disheartened from that. But that's shit. Eh. yeah, 
I can't but believe they're still using single jointed arms. Yeah, it knows what what sucks the most is that they use the Joker buddy. You know, I, I don't know, man. It's like like these uh, the amazing set. It's John Wick. He should supposed to be like a good ab crunch and uh, making some kung fu moves and uh, yep. I don't know, like as a, the typical pose how you hold a gun, you know. So. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about that, but uh, as I said, I, I had to go with Plan B, so I will take care of that by myself. That's what's up. Now I see Cap is on. Cap, you, Cap, you there? That's what's up. That's what's up. You up next? Yeah. Bro. Um, pickups wise, I only got two things. I got the uh, Target exclusive Wave Roadblock from the new GI Joe line and Rage. Okay. Rage. That's all you got. <laughs> yeah, these shows are these shows are nice. I'm, I'm not a big GI Joe guy, but I might have to start collecting this. Because you're young, that's why, man. <laughs> <laughs> that nostalgia doesn't hit you like it hits everybody uh, bro, else. So you, I'm so happy that this GI Joe hype not coming to Germany, man. I don't need it, man. I don't need it, man. I have way too much to collect them. Man. We're yeah. getting like a, thirty ninjas in a week or something like that. So yeah, you probably don't need Joe's. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I kind of somewhat agree with Gary. It's like that nostalgia is it, 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 it hits totally different. Like when you grew up on GI Joe, it's like you you have a different outlook at it. It's just like you see it differently. So you respond like August fourteenth. I, I can already see it. I'm waiting. To see what my Facebook, what these Facebook groups start looking like, I'm waiting to see what Instagram looks like because I know for a fact people are gonna be bagging on Target. They're gonna be clowning the hell out of Target August 14th. So it's I'm I'm I can't wait. I can't wait. I seen a post. <laughs> hey, I seen a post where they had one a manager and a group of team members, and he was like, uh, "What day is coming?" And everybody was like. August 14th, and I was like, oh, man. So it's just like, the memes are already started, so I just, I can't wait to see what happens August 14th. Like, it's it's gonna be sick. Like, really. Because um, apparently they sent out a, um, and I'm glad Cap brought that up, because that kind of, that can lead us into the show and kind of take us away from the most recent pickups. Um, they sent out a, a apology letter saying that they apologize for the confusion that <clears throat> the roadblock figure and um, all other figures weren't supposed to release until August 14th or whatever, and they apologized for the confusion. <laughs> and Figureholic was like, man, fuck Target. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. So it's like it's like the, the verbal abuse against Target has already started. So it's just, I know it's going to get hyped later on in the week. I just, I know it's going to get crazy. Um I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like, you know, that's that's their fault. They dropped the ball on that. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you gotta be up on your game. You can't you can't drop figures like that and say, Oh, it was an accident and don't expect, you know, a response like that from the fans. It's just like you that's not gonna happen. Um, because you have a lot of angry fans out there now that's been out there hunting crazy for these figures. And only certain stores have them because these certain stores put them out ahead of time. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of angry collectors out there. So it's like now that they advertise that it comes out August 14th, scalpers are looking now. Oh, so that's when y'all drop the figures. Okay, we'll be there. First in line. 
and we're going to snag at least about five of them, you know, maybe 10 yeah, at by the, the whole case, Eight, by the whole case. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna, let, let me get two cases. And this is like, you got a whole lot of people behind you. So it's, it's, it's going to get real. It's going to get real. Like seriously. And um, Target's just out there making enemies with all their, their pre-order stuff going on with the toys and stuff like that now too. So. But, but see, I kind of, I kind of felt like Target was doing okay for a little bit. And then it's just like, it got crazy after that. Cause to be honest with you, Walmart caught a lot of heat, especially for me. Like I, I, I just, I, I'm still kind of, I'm still salty at Walmart. Uh, when it came to that, that two pack, that Ninja Turtles movie two pack with the yeah, Casey Jones yeah. and the Raph. Like, I mean, Walmart was catching hell for that. And then it's just like Target, they do these pre-orders and their site gets hit. So it's just like, mm, yeah. So now the momentum has shifted and now Target is catching all the hell and Walmart is able to breathe. So it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just, I kind of felt like Target was doing good for a while and then they dropped the ball again. So it's, it's going to get real. And then what makes it even worse, and I think we mentioned this on the last, last episode, you actually got collectors that work at Target. And I, I heard Figaholic, mm-hmm. I heard Figaholic say this as well. He was like, I got friends that work at Target. And they treat me like I'm a customer. Like, I'm your homeboy. I'm asking you to hook me up and you can't even help me out? Like, what is this? So it's just, it's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's toys, man. What the fuck, man? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's just how those companies see it as. They just see it as, like, you know, as long as they hit they, you know, they bottom dollar, it doesn't matter because it's just a product. It's like Target is not meant to be a toy store. You know, right. it's just meant to just, you know, get what you have and that's it. It's just like yeah. basic stuff. So, like, to have, like, an exclusive for, like, Walmart and, and Target, it, it's kind of like, I mean, we've had exclusives before, but but without, with the absence of, like, Toys R Us, there's no other way to get these things. So, like, why not make, like, partnerships with, like, Big Bad or partnerships with, with entertainment or, like, stuff like that? It would just make a lot more sense, and then people would be more happier getting their products. I think it comes right. down to, though, as whether or not Big Bad and Entertainment Earth want to spend that dollar. That's why Hasbro mm. and NECA and whatnot are doing these exclusives, because Walmart's coming to them being like, we're going to order this certain amount. We deserve a specific number of exclusives for this certain, this big order that we're going to get. So you have to give us this many exclusives to go with it. And the problem is, is as you kind of hit on, is the fact that the higher-ups don't know that toy collecting is like a hobby at all. They're just seeing it as their toys. You know, that's for kids. It's for moms to pick up in an aisle, bring home for their kids. And yet all of a sudden there's like adults out here actually like looking for these figures to kind of complete collections and, you know, their special one-off things. And so they're, this is like a whole new world that they're stepping into and they do not understand it one right. bit in the shows. Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't expect them yeah. to. I wouldn't expect them to because it's just like, like you said, they're used to parents coming in, picking up toys, just, you know, as little gifts for their kids or whatever. They're not used to parents coming in and buying figures for themselves. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like they, they could relate if you say, hey, I'm coming in to pick up this action figure for my son. Oh, okay, we just got those in there over there. But let them come in and say, hey, I'm looking for an action figure for myself. Uh, I don't know if we have those. Uh, they may still be in the back. Let me go check. Or they'll say, oh, well, I looked in the back and we looked all over the place and we still couldn't find it. Well, you only looked in one spot and then came back out and said you looked all over the place. So it's just, it's, it's, it's awkward. It's really awkward. 
you know, it's it's yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, but it's tough. I mean, it's tough because like it's especially around the time of like we're getting like new exclusives. I want to say like just every week, right? Yeah. It's the convention time, so everybody's trying to get their exclusives out. We don't have these conventions to go to that would normally be the avenue to get them in. So everybody's trying to find these new ways of doing it, whether it's like an online exclusivity, an in-store thing. And it's too many moving parts and not a precedent for it. So it's just becoming lost. Yeah. Now, um, one of the things I did want to talk about um, on here was an interview that was done by Pixel Dan and one of the uh, NECA employees. I, I can't think of his name right off the bat. And I wanted to try to pull it up, but I know if I pull it up, it's going to cut the podcast. Um, but one of the things that was said and it kind of put a smile on my face. Because um, like I said, I was frowning at NECA for a good little minute. But it kind of put a smile on my face. So they have the uh, Toka and Razor um, figures up for pre-order. And what they're doing is they're doing something different. Um, instead of just putting it up for pre-order and then shutting it down once it sells out, what they're doing is they're putting it up for pre-order before they manufacture the figures. Ah, so yeah. that way they'll have a certain amount of number. They'll have some numbers to put with it. And they'll say, okay, well, this is how many people pre-order this figure. This is how many we're going to put out. And it's um, limited to two, no? I, I, I yeah, it's limited, yeah, it's limited to a person. Now, my only question was, because the, the two-pack that I really want, really wanted was the Casey Jones and Raph. So I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, well, why did y'all just do the international? Why y'all just didn't put that on the website and do it that way? Um, cause I kind of feel like that wouldn't be so hard to get and it would have been easier for those who wanted it to collect it and not have to fight with second market or, mm-hmm. you know, have to run and get disappointed after going to these stores and can't find it. Um, especially at Walmart, you can't really never find anything at Walmart. I mean, and you're, they're supposed to be the company that has everything. Um, I was telling somebody not too long ago, it's like Walmart. So they have so much stuff to, it's like, I didn't even know this. You can actually buy a casket from walmart for a funeral like they have <laughs> seriously like we sell everything yeah yeah for real like you can actually go on walmart.com and <clears throat> type in casket and they have caskets that you Bro, can man. buy from walmart that's, that's so why germany just, bent walmart man that's why germany bent walmart <laughs> so it's like to be that kind of company to where you literally have everything you know but I mean, kind of, kind of going back to what Gary said, it's just like it's not really a toy store. It's that's that kind of, it's that kind, it's that retail store that has everything else, and they just so happen to have toys. So I don't know. I guess you can't expect too much out of them. But I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of looked at Walmart as a toy store when I was a kid because that's where I got most of my toys from. When my parents didn't want to spend all that money at Toys R Us, they went to Walmart. If they can't, if they didn't feel like spending that much money at Walmart, they'd go to Kmart. So it's just you yeah. know. Oh man, Those... Kmart. There's a blast from the past. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's just like Kmart and Walmart was the place where I got my toys for Christmas. If I got something from Toys R Us, it was either a video game or it was a Power Wheels car. Other than that, anything else? Nah. So I'm just more curious on like so the pre-orders. Cause I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a buyer. I really don't care for the the, the turtles that much. But um. Like so, for those two, uh, those two, uh, tur- not turtles, but those that two pack that's coming out that's doing the, the pre-sale date. Like, are they taking your money up front, or it's just like they're, 
you know, usual pre-order like how you would on Amazon. Like and I actually, I, actually, I actually asked that question. I had a friend of mine who pre-ordered the night, because I think it went up for pre-order, I think Friday night <clears> at 12. <throat> yep. mm-hmm. And so he, um, I, I talked to him about it. I was, I was like, uh, so did they take out right then? And he was like, well, nah, they didn't, but I'm going to check my, you know, check my bank tomorrow. And if they didn't, I'll let you know. So he messaged me later that night. He was like, well, I waited throughout the day and they still didn't take anything. So I think you can just go in and pre-order it and then they'll take the money at the deadline date. Yeah. So Unless you use PayPal. If you use PayPal, it'll take it out of me. Well, yeah, if you I, use I, PayPal, it's going to take it automatically. Yeah. I, did, I didn't mind PayPal. <laughs> just so get it done, get it paid for. So when it drops, it's just like, okay, cool. It's, yeah. In my mind at that point in time, it would be like free toys coming in. Exactly. You know, and the, it's, it's the, the safest bucks. way to do it because – you don't want to not do PayPal and then you turn around and you don't have the funds and it's time for them to take the funds and it's just like, oh, crap. I needed that money and it's gone now. So, yeah. PayPal can be your best friend. It really that's can. interesting because like that, that that's a lot of trust on the manufacturer's end because people can like, oh, man, you know, I thought I was going to be able to get it, but now I got to cancel my pre-order. Yeah. You know? But then on I think the at that point side, they they could they could turn around and sell those I'd yeah, imagine that's what I'm fairly yeah. easily yeah. yeah like oh we have extras from pre-orders that canceled yep. here you go so everybody wins when you do something you have a system mm-hmm. in place like that you and know? you know what I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like a wait list or something and it was like okay well we're going to do a wait list because nine times out of ten somebody's probably going to end up canceling their order oh definitely so I wouldn't be surprised if they was to turn around and do a wait list thing. And was like, okay, well, we got it waitlisted now, so we're waiting. And whoever cancels their order, they'll do first come, first served. So and sale pre-sale ends this upcoming Friday, correct? Like after I think, that, I think so. Yeah, kind of. Oh, so they could switch to waitlist, I guess, after that moment if they wanted to. Yeah. So and speaking, that's a speaking, smart way of doing it. That's real smart. Yeah, it really is. They should do that. Yeah, I really think that'll be a good idea um, because it gives people the opportunity to actually, you know, get it. If they if they was the ones to second guess it, they have a chance of actually getting it. So that would be that would be pretty cool. Now speaking of uh, pre orders, so Mezco, uh, as Nikki said, pulled the ninja stunt um, on a lot of collectors, and unfortunately, you had to be um, <laughs> you had to be, I guess, in the 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 what Dundada would call the gatekeeper circle in order to get. <laughs> <laughs> in order to get the link to these gold ninjas because oh, the gold is so oh, my god um, that was a nightmare it was and it's like I feel so bad bro because I had a friend of mine who shot me the link and he shot me the link in time enough to where I could have pre-ordered one and got it in September but this is my thing my ass was sitting trying to do a goddamn crossword puzzle <laughs> and then turn around yep. and look, I turned around and it wasn't even one of the five to even win. So it was just like, so I wasted my time and I missed out on the figure that I could have had. Yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah. Bro, so man, was I, just, I, was, I was even more, I don't know what to say, man. I was cutting onions at, at, at work and, <laughs> and suddenly, you know, you know, like onions at work and I, I was praying and then I was like, okay, I need, I need a pause, man. I need, I need like one, one minute break to, to breathe. I was looking in the chat and suddenly somebody was uh, sending the link and I was like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? What's going on here, man? Some, yes. <laughs> some dirty YouTube by, by, by Mesco, man. What the fuck, man? What the heck? And then uh, I was clicking and it, it was immediately like sold out. And believe me, 
I, I cried already because the onions, but I cried even more after that, you know. I, I, was, <laughs> I was like, no, no, because to be honest, if, if I knew that they would put that ninja uh, ninjas for sale too, I might have passed on the golden gomez because of the price. You know, I, I heard yeah. from, I watched, uh, Tom, I watched your story and I, I have to laugh so hard, man, because I was thinking like, okay, and you, uh, because I have to pay $250 uh, the dollar to, to, to ship it to my with taxes and with fees. Man, so, that's a whole other figure yeah. on top of that. Bro, price, the moment when you say the hot toy figure, I was like, what the fuck, man? No, man. I, I, I just ordered a, a Spider-Man Hot Toys 2099, you know, so it, it's almost the same price category. So, damn, man. Damn. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then I, they do that, the skull for 80 for eighty bucks, or I think it was yeah. 85, and I'm like, that's the price that he they should be. You know, yeah. I, personally, I didn't need all the swag stuff for the, no, the Golden no, Gomez. No, not at all. I, but then they they hide the links like that. That link was like so deeply hidden. Yeah, that, that, that was the dirty yeah. look, man. Yep. That was the dirty look. So, but I have to be honest. Uh, I saw the the review from the amazing, and uh, I noticed that there was the golden go uh, the golden Gomez as uh, the, the Gomez and two of the ninja uh, skulls. So I was thinking like maybe they were putting in like uh, or they they should have put a three pack like like mm-hmm. the, yeah. You know, like one Gomez and two of the Ninja Skulls, and that that like, would have been amazing. Like, oh three, man, as a three pack, that would have been smart. That would have been smart. That would be yeah. smart. That would be nice. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a really good incentive for people to get it because like, that would have it. Bro, that would have been sold out immediately. You know, they would have done like two or three ways <laughs> of because that's something that you, you really want because uh, yeah. a lot of people was really sad and they really uh, regret that they uh, miss out on the pink skull club because after that you know at, at the beginning everybody was like oh always way too expensive or they were though and after all the people's like uh, i don't know man richie and uh, and everybody posting all the shots and all, all the crazy ideas they had everybody was hyping for that man so and now you can't now it's really hard to get to pink skull huh? i don't know I, I i i can't find them anymore anywhere there, well, like, I kind of stumbled my way into that Pink Skull set because I just happened to be at the convention that they were yeah. selling it at um, in person. So I picked up a set, and I wasn't really going to, like, buy one straight out the gate. And then, you know, I, I brought it back. I opened it up at the booth I was working at at the time. And I'm like, this might be the best 112 scale figure set I've ever purchased in my life. Yeah. And I just bought it on a whim. <laughs> and now it's, like, <laughs> my favorite, like, set of toys. I love it. Yeah. That's dope. I got to say, that, that those... Those three figures, and probably maybe the Stealth Ops Gomez is out of all of the figures I have is one of my is like all four of them are my favorites out of all of my Mesco figures. Um, but yeah, those are those those Golden Skull Ninjas was just like, I mean, at first I was just like, I guess because it was a type, it was kind of the kind of day I was having, and it was around the time that Nikki had sent me this head scope. It was just like, I was having one of those days where I was just like, you know what, man? It's just like, I don't care. But it's just like, as the day went on, I started feeling bad because I'm like, man, I had that actually in my DMs and I didn't check it in time. <laughs> so it kind of ate away at me. So I was just like, okay, well, I just jump on the wait list. So I jumped on the wait list. The first wave, I jumped on the wait list and it sold out. So I was like, okay, well, that sucks. So I was talking to uh, Emmanuel G. Page. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Page. Uh, Paige was like, well, you know, I would go ahead and jump on the second wave wait list, you know, 
just to be on the safe side, um, keep the wait list from the first one, but go ahead and jump on the second wave wait list. So <clears throat> jump on the second wave wait list. It converted over to pre-order. So once they ship oh, nice. in September, right, I'll get the um, I end up getting one when they ship later on in the year. Um, but I ended up sending Mesco an email and uh, in regard to the first wave and they were saying what they'll do is if someone cancels, even though it's sold out, if someone cancels their order or their order that their uh, order doesn't go through, then they'll go ahead and they'll go to the next person on the wait list. So I got my fingers crossed because if I can get this first one, then that'll be dope. And then I won't worry about canceling the second one. I'll just wait for that to come in the uh, following. Uh, well, I'm sorry, later on in the year, later on next year. I'll yeah. just wait for that one. So, January 2021, right, is when that other one was supposed to? Yeah, uh, February yeah. to April, around that. Oh. Yeah, I'm just glad. I mean, I was a little perturbed. Cause it's the exact same thing that you were just describing happened to me where I, I woke up late and I had like all these DMs, but I didn't even check them until I sat down for work. And like I, when I finally checked them, I went and the, the, it was still waitlisted, the first batch. And I'm like, well, I'm like, uh, maybe I should jump on the wait list. And then actually, I'm sorry, it wasn't. But Richie uh, Nose Rain had told me, he's like, oh, there's a wait list. And when I went on, the wait list was already sold out. So I'm like, well, I missed it entirely. Um, and then uh, they put up the second batch. And luckily, I was able to kind of jump on that. And I was just happy to finally be able to get it. Because I worried. Yeah. I, I stressed about it. I put it in my stories. I was like fake crying and whatnot. I'm like, oh, this, is, yeah. this is the toy I really wanted. That's all I wanted in my day. I, I feel you so hot in your story, man. I don't know why. <laughs> but it worked and out. Yeah. And I, honest, I can honestly say, man, it's like those figures were actually like an answer prayer because I know when they actually showed those figures at Toy Fair, um, I think they had like a totally different head sculpt on them and it was a different, um, different costume and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, they showed them at Toy Fair, so people was asking questions like, "Oh shoot, well, are we going to get some Ninja Skulls later?" And so eventually, and plus, people was asking for Ninja Gomez as well. So to finally get both of those figures around the same time, it was just like, "Okay, yeah, Mesco's listening. They see, they know what we want." And um, so that was that was. I thought that was pretty cool. I really thought that was pretty cool. So. Do you remember what color uh, skulls they had at Toy Fair? Because at Designer Con, they yellow. showed off the Ninja Skulls and they were just bright yellow. Yellow, yeah, there was yellow. Oh, they're not the same. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think that's what they were. I think they were, um, no, they were the was, same color. It was flat. It was uh, when when the con was the Lone Roach on the bridge, those ninjas, they had flat, flat yellow, like matte yellow. Yeah. And okay. this okay. one, I'm not sure this one that will coming now in September, I think they have more like a shiny golden yellow. Mm-hmm. Is it right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, supposed to be the golden skull, so I'm yeah, yeah. coming gold. I was a little upset though that they're not coming with that like really expressive head that you get with the pink skulls, just painted gold, because I really like those heads a little bit better than the Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Well man, we want to uh go ahead and get into this uh interview with you. Um, because of course we got a lot of questions to ask. And um being that, you know, you talk to Nikki a whole lot more. We're going to let Nikki do the interview for you. And uh, we're just going to sit back and listen, man. And, you know, we're going to have our questions every now and then. But, you know, we're going to give Nikki the floor. Okay. Oh, man. So much mad love for this man, man. I don't know why, man. <laughs> but the first thing I would really want to know is how did you came to, to this quality of 
Photoshop you you doing now because uh, we all uh, I mean we all know you as Mr. Photoshop. You know, I, I, <laughs> your Photoshop is insane, man. You're putting so much work in it, and it's always amazed me. So I really would like to know what's the background story of it. Uh, well, what's funny thing is, is actually I barely use the actual program Photoshop for my toy photography, uh, mostly because I use it all day at work. Um, I'm a graphic designer. Um, and so like, I'm always in like the Adobe suite. So when I'm like not at work, I'm, I want to just do my like fun hobby stuff elsewhere. So I do it all on my iPad and I don't like the Photoshop app on my iPad at all. So I use like a program called procreate for, for most of that stuff. But, um, Yeah, it's I've been using like the actual main Photoshop since uh, I think 2002. So it's like, you know, I've been using this program. It's become almost like second nature to me in that regard. So I didn't really start using it in my photography stuff until a little bit more recently, probably like two years ago. Um, but I just was like, I was just taking pictures of my toys. And then I started to like add more stuff in. And I know I've listened to some of the other uh, interviews you guys have done. Other people have kind of said the same thing. It's just like, it's iteration, right? You kind of just, as you take a picture, you use a technique. All right, next time you iterate upon that technique and you add another technique on top of it. So it kind of just like slowly kind of snowballed to the kind of work I'm just doing now, which is probably to the point where I'm using too much Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, man, sometimes, but I, I don't want to tell you that. So I, I'm good with that. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I, I'm trying to break out of using the too much Photoshop though sometimes because like I've been um, I've been experimenting more with like practical dios props things like that a little bit more and, and adding just like a little bit on top so yeah, I'm trying to like lessen back that by no, that thing is nuts yeah that's that's also one thing that I, I I notice a lot I mean the first time I saw it and one of my favorite picture from you is uh, Stan Lee with uh, with uh, Galact uh, Galactus in the oh background. yeah. And, yep. and that's still one of my favorites uh, because, yeah, of the Photoshop quality for sure. But also that you, I mean, you use a one-six scale figure, uh, Stanley, mm -hmm. and you, you add a, yep. what was it for a stature? I forgot it from... from... It's, it, it's the uh, SciShow Collectibles Legendary Scale Bust. Um, you, you see, yeah. that's what I'm talking about, man. So you're using, I, I think you use uh, the screen in the background and then you're using the Galactus figure and then you're using uh, the Stanley. So it's like six scale and then the bust. And then, I don't know, man, it's, it's insane, man. I, I really love it, man. It's, it's because I, I really got problems with that. You combine figures uh, from different scales and uh, everything. So it's <laughs> well, thanks man. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's funny. because like that Galactus or not the Galactus that, uh, that Stanley figure He comes with like this um, lenticular print of uh, outer space from that scene in Guardians of the Galaxy that he's in. So you get like a, a crazy kind of galactic background thing. So I've been using that a lot for like my space scenes just so I have like a little practical thing to kind of shoot up against. Um, so definitely trying again to lessen the Photoshop a little bit in certain ways. That's dope, man. That's so dope. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, regular question. How did you start? Uh, what? How you came into collecting toys? Oh, wow. Uh, collecting toys. Hmm. You know, it's so when I was in college, um, that's when like the first wave of like Marvel Legends kind of started coming out, like the toy biz stuff. 
Um, and like right before then, I think McFarlane was doing like Akira figures. And so I picked up uh, McFarlane had done the Akira Kanida and his motorcycle. And I love that movie. So I was just like, oh, let me pick this up. And that was like a cool thing on my shelf. And then my buddy was like, oh, dude, have you seen these figures from like that um, toy business putting out of Marvel characters? And he got like the very first wave in. And I started playing with his figures. And I'm like, dude, these are really cool. Like these are cooler than <laughs> any figure that was coming out of the time, like by leaps and bounds. Like it was crazy. And so I think it was, I want to say that the Sentinel wave, the build of Sentinel was like the second wave or the third wave. And so I just like, you know, at the point in time, I think these figures were six ninety nine each. Like it's crazy what the price points have changed. Yeah. Uh, and so I just like bought them all. I was like, oh, I'll buy a whole wave on Amazon, you know, six ninety nine for like six figures. It ended up costing me like, you know, 40 bucks or something like that for an entire wave. And these they came in, and I was just like transfixed, and that kind of just snowballed. After that point, I started buying every single Marvel Legend, every single DC Universe Classic that started coming out, and then figures got even better. At, like the oh, next generation, Hot Toys. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, the Hot Toys was. Which 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 uh, which was the first Hot Toys? Um, I was given a gift uh, for my birthday once of the Hot Toy. Um, it was the Batman from the Dark Knight. So it was like when I got that Dark Knight Batman, I was like, what? Like these figures aren't figures. Like this is like a gorgeous statue because I was collecting statues at the time. Like I moved from six inch action figures to kind of six inch action figures and statues. Uh, and then my buddy gave me this gorgeous one six scale hot toy. And I'm like, OK, I see where the rest of my money for the rest of my life is going. It's going <laughs> towards this. <laughs> and that was a mistake but also a blessing because <laughs> now i have this amazing yeah. collection but no money so that's nice man. that's nice and so where you got where, where you got all like these ideas i mean for sure you got them like from the animes or from the scenes uh, specific but uh yeah where do you got most of your inspiration oh like, man it Inspiration is one of those things that just, I mean, I think, you know, you guys are all photographers as well. It just kind of comes from everywhere, right? It's like, you know, whatever we're watching on TV, if you're reading something in a comic or, you know, you're playing a game uh, that comes from other photographers, definitely. You know, so it's like for me, like when I get a new figure in, I play with a figure for a while. Um, uh, I talk with uh, Johnny Sergeant Bananas a couple of times and he's like, oh, yeah, whenever I'm watching tv i always have a figure in my hand i'm playing with it and i'm like yeah i kind of do that too and i started to do that a little bit more after having that conversation with them and, you know just kind of like posing it around moving it around and then you know you get that like that perfect angle in front of you and you're like oh wait now that with maybe this backdrop or something like that now that's a picture so it's like yeah, yeah it kind of just snowballs in a like a natural way and you know it's just i just want to make a character that i get as this awesome toy look as cool as it can be and that's mostly my driving force kind of going through wow that's dope that's dope that's really dope man so so i'm i'm guessing judging by your photos you are a comic book fan oh yeah yeah i grew up uh my parents couldn't get me to read like actual books when i was a kid um so then they started buying me like they bought me a couple spider-man issues when i was like seven or eight years old And I just like latched onto that stuff and I never stopped since. Wow. Wow. That's what's up. I gotta say, um, 
one of my favorite photos of yours is of um, I can't pronounce his name correctly. I think it's Tail Pie. And uh, oh, Tail Pie Pie. Yeah, Tail Pie Pie. He um that that's 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 a pretty dope photo. That's a pretty dope photo. Thanks. Um, one of the questions I did want to ask you though, um, I'm loving your profile pic, um, for Instagram. <laughs> so are you? Yeah, <laughs> Are you a like? Are you a watcher fan, or you just use that as just you know to kind of you know? So I yeah I do I love the watcher. Um, I always like kind of like that crazy Jack Kirby kind of spacey characters like the most from Marvel comics. I always was more drawn to like the cosmic guys. Like Galactus is like my all time favorite bad guy and whatnot. So it got to the point where um, when I decided to like start the, my account, which was really just going to be when I first started, it wasn't going to be toy photography at all. It was just going to be like, here's this cool painting from Marvel comics or whatnot that I like. Here's a, you know, there's this new movie coming out. Let me post a picture of like the movie and kind of just have a place to talk about it with like other people. Right. It was like going to just be like, hey, let me put my nerd out into the world and see if like, you know, there's other like nerds like me that want to just talk about nerd stuff. Um, so it was like, I watch a whole lot of pop culture. I watch like, you know, anime, comics, movies, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, Uatu just watches the entire Marvel universe. It kind of like, just kind of goes hand in hand. He's the watcher. And I'm like, I feel like I'm just like the watcher of nerd stuff. So that's why I was like, I'll just adopt that persona in a way. And so I kind of just put that, uh, put that up there. And the name sounded cool to me. I kind of like this, like I have Uatu just, I also, um, at the time it was Marvel comics. They had just killed Uatu and I had had this uh, eyeball that they gave you with the comic book. So I actually had the actual eyeball of Uatu like in my hands. So that was kind of like, I had it in my car, on my dashboard. And I was just like looking at it. I'm like, Oh, there's a name like, boom, done. I got it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's what's that, up. It's that so. simple, man. It's that simple. Yeah, it really is. There's not there's not much like deep meaning to it whatsoever, but it's kind of like it, it fit all the right parts. And now I kind of just like I've grown to like absolutely love it. It's like what, one thing I can say though is like your work, it it makes it makes to me it makes Photoshop okay. I know you have <laughs> you you have you have you know because you have, you have a lot of a lot of toy photographers that feel like. They the photos should be organic, um, booged with a cropped and contained, so yeah. no Photoshop. Um, and it's like, I, and I love what he said this because he did he did one of his um his YouTube videos, and he was saying I have nothing against Photoshop whatsoever. I'm just you know it's it's cool looking. I just wouldn't do it, and I don't promote it. Um, but it's just like to be honest with you, I'm the type of person to where I feel like whatever enhances the photo and brings out the message that the photo has it works and this is like i gotta tell you man it's just like you make it work it's just Thanks, like it's, and i mean i okay. guess that's because you have experience in it already but you make it work like this this king piccolo photo where he's look like he's spitting out an eyeball oh um, yeah <laughs> that that's yeah, it yeah. bro like it's just like it's it brings it to life so it's just like yeah yeah, yeah. that's amazing that's it's come back yeah it's really combining you kinda, anime, man. Oh, go ahead, Nikki. What was that? I'm not. I, I just want to say it's really combining anime and uh, in real life. I don't know, man. I, I look at the picture and I'm thinking like it's 
it's it's in real life, you know. I didn't but I'm so hyped, man. I'm I'm way too hyped for this, man. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> also, like, I think I, I think you guys hit it. Like it's um for me, it's like I don't take it as you know what someone should or shouldn't do or anything like that. It's I'm just I just want to make an image at the end of the day that I think looks cool. And however I personally can do it, I'm not the best photographer i'm not the best like uh, you know i get frustrated with setups all the time like i'll do the most elaborate setups and everything practical and then half the time i'll get it into like you know lightroom just to kind of do my color correction i'm like man i completely messed this area up or this area up and i'm like well i could fix it in photoshop so why don't i you know i have that like know-how how to do it let me just bring like my knowledge into it in a different way because i just i just want to make it look how i visualize in my head and if I could make it do it practical, like I will shoot with, um, I've shot a couple times with like plastic action and nose rain and whatnot. And like, they, they'll do stuff practical and I'll shoot with them and be like, okay, guys, help me out with some practical stuff. Let's do some practical stuff. And I've gotten some of the coolest looking shots from that. But like when I'm on my own, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to like go about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I know how to do it in Photoshop. So let me just do it that way. I'm feeling the same way, man. I'm feeling the same way. I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with uh, ACBA. But for sure, I, I have my uh, basic knowledge about uh, practical effects like uh, rain or, or snow effects, you know. But uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, like, I think as long as you're proud of the work that you end up producing at the end of the day, that's really yeah. all that matters, right? Yeah. That's now, I'm, I'm looking at some of your photos and I see that you actually use Digrama as well. Mm-hmm. I'll use any technique. <laughs> Anything I can. <laughs> Because to be honest, the first time I actually heard of Digirama was from Nikki. Because um, I, I promise you, and I don't think I ever told Nikki this, but it's like I literally grabbed my laptop and was trying to pull up a backdrop, and it just didn't look the same. It was just like, <laughs> okay, this is different. Um, but yeah, man, it was just like that's the first time I actually seen someone use a digital background and do that. And so it's like now you're the second. Um, I just I just thought that was that was pretty that was pretty dope how you did it's that. a it's like a technique that, um, you know, I've, I've, I've seen people use it in other mediums before. I mean, clearly, if you watch any kind of like CG show or anything like that, like that's kind of what they're doing, right? They're adding in like a digital background, but they're shooting on green screen. They're not actually having them in front of like a TV. Gotcha. And then I kind of like started noticing um, Jason uh, work more or less. He like has been doing that, the Digirama stuff for like so long. And so I kind of like started picking up some stuff that he was doing and, you know, like maybe if you dim the light down on your, your backdrop a little bit and you kind of try to match the lighting and like the real space as well, it kind of blends it a little bit better. And then I add some color on top to kind of like try to get everything to kind of marry a little bit better on top of that. And it ends up having a, a pretty like decent effect, I think, at the end of the day, if, if it works right. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I also love uh, the Digirama te uh, technique from... Jason worked more, uh, more, uh, more or less, and uh, from one six shooter, Travis, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think it was on Extra Collective, like two years ago or one and a half years ago, it was like a, a, a complete tutorial about Digirama, uh, and uh, those two was uh, reading it, so uh, they helped me a lot with the uh, Digirama uh, technique, because it's it's actually really not that easy as I thought because of the reflection on the screen and you know, yeah. the light on the right spot and everything yeah. so there's a lot of things you have to consider when you're when you're doing it um, to like pull it off well it's not going to work for every shot you know no, like there no. are definitely some stuff I was like oh let me just throw a background on my computer monitor and then throw a figure in front of it and then I should be good 
And then all of a sudden, the next thing I see is I'm like, no, wait, there's all the lights I'm using in the computer monitor. Uh, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to get that? Because if I move those lights behind the monitor, then they're not lighting the part of the figure that I want. And it ends up, yeah, it's, it's sometimes can be a little bit difficult. <laughs> so you don't, you don't just limit, you don't limit your photos to just one 12 scale, but you actually uh, take photos of Nendroids and you take mm-hmm. photos of Hot Toys figures. Now I'm looking at this. Darth Maul, these Darth Maul shots, and Darth Maul is one of my favorite Sith Lords. Um, as far as Star oh, Wars is coolest. concerned, yeah, and it's just like I'm loving this shot where you have him actually looking to the side. And my question is so, is that an alternate head scope, or is like where the other eyes in that head scope actually move? Oh, dude, that so that is the the Hot Toys DX uh Darth Maul, and that DX has the hers system is what they call it mm-hmm. where you can move those eyeballs or wow. however you want yeah that's crazy one of the cool he does come with two head sculpts too he comes with a like a serious face and a screaming face and both of them have the movable eyes and he's he's one of the coolest figures i have wow and it's like it's crazy because as you get closer i guess you get like a close-up shot on like half of his face to where it shows his eyes it's like, I guess you shopped it so well to where it's like the texture of his skin looks so realistic till it's just like, what part of the movie was that? Like, did I miss yeah. something? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, is this yeah. a deleted scene from, you know, um, episode one or, you know, solo movie? Like, I mean, where did this, where did these shots come from? It's just like, it's dope, bro. I mean. Thanks, man. Yeah. That's one of the things I love about like Hot Toys. And I always kind of joke. I'm like, you know, they do half the work for me because they do like, <laughs> they, they make such amazing figures. It's just like, honestly, you could just pull a phone out of your pocket and just take a quick cell phone shot. And it's going to be a great shot because the figures look so damn good. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's it. It's like, you know, I have a, I have a macro lens on my, uh, my camera. So it's really going to pick up like they, they paint all of the pores in like all of their, their characters skins and whatnot. So it's like, it picks up all those little details and it's, man, I just, I love hot toys for that way. That's what's up. That's dope. So do you, is your, there's, there's a hot toys collection a lot bigger than your one twelve scale collection or. No, it's not even close. My one twelve scale stuff is because I've been collecting uh, Marvel legends since the beginning. It's just like, I have more Marvel Legends than I think I have everything else combined, you know? Wow. Okay. Okay. What Marvel Legends figure is kind of like, like gives you the most nostalgia. Like you look at it and just like fond memories. Of Ooh, it. that's a good question. Fond memory. You know, I don't know. I, so I kind of really, and it's a kind of like a, a lame figure in some ways compared to what we have <laughs> now. But when they came out with the first Magneto, uh, the Toy Biz one, because it was like, hey, they're just reusing the Iron Man body and putting a Magneto head on it. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was so weird because he was so jacked and he had like these weird like, you know, parts that you'd have on an Iron Man figure, right? Like he has like those weird like <laughs> shoulder bits that don't make sense on Magneto whatsoever. So like, I, we would kind of joke with like my friend and whatnot and like you could take the helmet off and stuff like that too. So like, I, I have nostalgia for that figure in some ways because of like the moments I spent with that figure, like it, when it first came out, but like the newer Magneto figure blows it out of like, the water. It's like such a much better figure. Um, probably that or like the, the classic beast, uh, the classic toy biz beast. Cause that was like the first one that I was like, Oh, I could have him standing on his, his hand. I could just pose him on his hand. I don't have to have wires or anything like that holding up that figure. And he's going to balance and he'll just stay like that. 
and it's great. <laughs> wow, that's what's up. It's it's another photo I want to talk talk to you about, and I actually seen um, when you actually posted this one, which was February twenty first, and it's the uh, Galactus and Cosmic Ghost Rider. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I remember that one. Now I see that they're statues too. instead of actual figures. Yep. That's that's just like to me that's just like that's like a whole nother um I guess you could say a whole nother ball game. Cause you got both people that just take photos of pictures. I mean of, of uh, I'm sorry, of figures. but they take photos of figures, but it's like with this one here, you took a picture of two oh. statues. Yep. Well, you took a photo of two statues. Like, I mean was that a challenge for you? I mean, well, I guess I couldn't say it was a challenge because I mean the figures are already posed, but I mean they're posed, you... but they're not like they're not on the right scale clearly. So you know you got to play with scale a little bit too. And uh, statues definitely pose their own challenges because you know you can't pose them. You can't be like you know what I really wish this arm was like just a centimeter more down or something like that. It's like you're kind of stuck with what you get. Um, so they choose, they, you know, they, statues come, like, have their own challenges associated with them. They're, they're definitely a little bit more limiting, but at the same time, I don't have to worry about, like, a leg giving out and, like, something falling over midway, which is also a blessing. So, like, I kind of <laughs> love that about them. But, now, yeah. I'm looking, I'm uh, looking at your, um, your behind the scenes, and I see that you have one, like, one slide where you're actually showing how you actually use other things to prop up, you know, mm-hmm. your lighting and your camera and all that kind of stuff like that, which I actually thought I was the only one that did that because I, I don't know why, <laughs> but I thought everybody that took photos like yours had like all this professional equipment and had all this professional <laughs> lighting, but it's like now looking at these behind the scenes, it's just like, oh, wow, okay. Um, yeah, no, most of my stuff's like posed on a mason jar or like three books or here's a couple DVD cases I have nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when I'm shooting, it's whatever is around me that will work to get to the height or whatever I need, I will use it. <laughs> wow. <care. laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I'm going to be posting after we record tonight, I'm going to post a, a shot of Lobo. And um, I don't think I have a shot of it, but like I have like this dio, this really nice dio that my friend brought over. And I just have it like perched on a styrofoam cooler I had just like sticking around the house from like, you know, I had ordered in like some steaks or whatnot during the pandemic. And so I have a styrofoam cooler and I'm like, hey, that's a good size stand. I'm just going to use that. <laughs> so why not? That's what's up. Now, I, had, I do have another question for you. Um, so I see that you're the co-host of the One Six Pack. So is that like, like a, a podcast for you? Yeah, it's um, it's a YouTube show. Um, I call it a podcast, even though I think I don't know if podcasts are, like have to be audio, or whatever. It's a, it's a video cast, it's a podcast. Um, but yeah, we do it on YouTube. Um, it's nothing like you know. We've probably we've only done twenty one episodes so far, um, and we've been going for over a year, I believe. Wow. So it's like um, we you, at first when we first started doing it, it was like every two weeks we would we would do it in the beginning. And then, you know, life kind of gets in the way. Um, my co-hosts yeah. are Capes and Rifles and 1-6 Shooter. Um, so, you know, they're they're married men. I'm a single guy, so I could record whenever. <laughs> so, like, they have lives. They have lives I... that they have to, you know, answer to. So it's like, <laughs> whatever you guys want to record, you let me know. I'll, I'll just jump on. Wow. So, yeah, it's just a fun show. Honestly, I... I just love doing it because it's a good time to just chat with those dudes about toys. Okay, so it's like yeah, I'm subscribed. I love that show. So it's oh, not thanks, just man. it's not just 
you know, about one six scale figures, but you guys talk about toys abroad. Y'all talk about everything. No, I wish I wish we did. It is a hundred percent just about one six. Okay, figures. okay, yeah. okay. That's what I love about it because, like, I don't collect one six scale, <laughs> but like, I live vicariously through you guys. And then when you guys were talking about uh, the last episode, we were talking about the um, the Mysterio Hot Toys Mysterio. No, no, not 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 Hot Toys Mysterio. Hot Toys um, Iron Man and the zombie looking. Oh one, yeah, yeah. And how like. Like it's so much money, and you're not getting it even. Like I think it's like what 2022. I think it's coming out. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, now. what the heck? And then you said that you looked all over the site to see if it's diecast for that price, and it wasn't. And I was like, dang, that kind of sucks. So I'm living vicariously through you guys. That's awesome. Through your hot toys, <laughs> man. That makes me really happy to hear that. Like, because I just imagine like you know our audience are like you know the. 20 hot toys collectors that also happen to be toy photographers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, but no, it's, yeah. So it's, it's just all about one six scale, but yeah, we'll talk about we, cause we all, the three of us, we collect other scales too. So there'll be times on the show where, where me and Trevor will be like, Oh yeah. And then we'll talk about mythic legions for like a split second. We're like, but this is not that show. And we'll jump back to one. Six <laughs> so what, what got you into hot toys and was hot toys your first, um, thing to collect or was it you know no so Marvel Legends was definitely my first thing to collect um, and then Hot Toys I, like I mentioned my buddy gave me one Hot Toy like as a gift and then once I got that I was like okay because at the time I had like was really kind of just starting my career so like money wasn't flush or anything like that so I was like I could afford one hot toy this year if I wanted to get one. I could pre-order one to kind of like supplement, you know, my other figures that I'm buying. So I think at that time I was already subscribing to like Maddie Collector, Master of the Universe line and stuff like that. But like the Avengers stuff started coming out and I'm like, well, I really want that Captain America from the first Avengers movie. So I pre-ordered that. And, you know, the great thing about one six scale stuff, uh, and I think some... 112 stuff is getting to be this way, but you could actually like pay it in installments. So I was like, Oh, I could just pay $50 a month for four months. And then I'll have yeah. this amazing figure at the end of it, which ended up becoming something that I curse because it makes it too easy to spend money. I yeah. sometimes don't have. That, that's, that's what I want to say, man. That's dangerous, man. Because that's yep. all, some, some kind of dirty hidden ninja Jutsu, man. They, they know that, man. They know that. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally a, a dirty hidden ninja jutsu. I think you nailed it. <laughs> well, it's like now I think they actually have a system going to where you can actually purchase the figure and then just pay monthly installments on it. So they'll ship the figure to you, but they're going to be charging your card monthly for the figure. Mm -hmm. So you can either do that or you can do it the way you know you've been doing it, and they're just paying the you know funds on it. But if the figure does come out at the time, you can go ahead and purchase the figure, and then they'll just charge your card constantly until you yeah, finally pay the figure yeah. off. But the good thing is, you have that figure in your possession. So I yeah, thought that was stay away from hot toys. I, I, I choose that option when I ordered uh, Spider-Man 2099 mm -hmm. because uh, I think I have to put a deposit of twenty-five dollar. It was. Yeah, yeah. they have the NRD. Yeah. yeah, and then like now I have to pay like two months, uh, one hundred twenty bucks. And, and you know, if you, you, I don't have credit card, I don't have Visa, Master, so uh, I was surprised that uh, I, I, I could still do it because PayPal normally uh, used mm -hmm. to take all at one time, you know. Yeah. But uh, the, the point is, uh, they are making this uh, 
contract with a, a third company. So uh, it it's go over a third company, not actually over a sideshow. Uh, yeah. Well, you gotta. I always get that weird charge from PayPal because I, I use PayPal for everything, just so it's like it comes yeah. out immediately. I don't have to worry about credit cards, and it's like I get this weird charge, like oh, PayPal was charged for something something. I'm like, wait, what is this? And I have to check the email yeah. again. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that was sixty five bucks. Uh, where is that going? And it ends up being sideshow. <laughs> Dude, man, this was the same last time. PayPal was like, yeah, we took twenty five dollar uh, uh, euro from you. And I was like, what the fuck, man? What what yeah. company is that, man? I was I went like. <laughs> I was looking and it took like an insurance, yeah. insurance company and I was like, what the heck, man? What do I have to do with a company in England, man? And I said, yeah. I, I do it. And then it was written something with lawyer and something. I was like, hell no. Oh, hell no. Please not, man. And then, <laughs> it, and then I, I remember, ah, yeah, I paid 25 euro, uh, 25 bucks to such. Ah, yeah, no. And, uh, okay, okay. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> So it's weird, man. Because I I totally get it. I also pay with PayPal a lot, and sometimes I'm really uh, losing the control of it. Yeah, I I jokingly refer to PayPal money as fake money. Uh, yeah. Like whenever I get paid for something in PayPal, or like a friend pays me back, it just kind of sits in my PayPal account until something else charges and kind of like goes out from it. So it's kind of like there's this there's this cash flow. That I'm not even paying attention to. That just kind of comes and goes. Wow. <laughs> like, but but I should, I should, I should be more responsible when be actually paying attention to it. It's, it's not good. Wow, that's just up. So let me ask you this: What is your favorite line to collect? Whether it's um, Ninjoids, whether it's Marvel Legends, any any one twelve scale um, figure, or you know Ninjoids figures. And out of all of those, what's what's your favorite to collect? That's a it's a tough question because like the the lines are so diverse, right? Like, so I collect one mm-hmm. six, I collect one twelve, I collect Nendoroids, and like I actually like because one six was if you had asked me like a year and a half ago, it would have been Hot Toys far and away because like I was knee deep in it, I was getting like fourteen Hot Toys a year, like something crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it was. I, <laughs> It's gross. Um, I have since slowed back on Hot Toys a lot, but I've increased my Mezco and I've increased like Fenderoid. So like for 112, it's definitely Mezco. I think they're putting out a fantastic product that like I absolutely like love their creator own stuff the most. Like their Gomez's, right. their skulls. Like oh man, give me all that stuff and hook it straight into my veins. Uh, <laughs> but like. I think one of the figure lines, and this shocks me to this day even to admit this, that I get the most excited about shooting, is Nendoroids. And I, and I don't know why. They're weird. They're little. They're chibi. But I get so excited to shoot them because I'm like, I feel like I could make them look cooler than they actually are. Yeah. But they are cool. I really kind of like them in their own way, too. Like, I don't know. There's something weird about them that's endearing that I just, like, I love. So no, I, they're I'm not going to Captain Dangerous. I was actually, and Gary Gary can attest to this. Uh, I was actually bagging on them because I know Dandada ended up picking up one from a, a comic book shop, and he ended up picking up the Miles Morales one. And mm-hmm. so I was pretty much just bagging on them. I was pretty much calling them Funko Pop with articulation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that's how I looked at them. I mean, they're Funko Pop with articulation. Funkos are pretty much these little big headed bobblehead figures mm-hmm. that are stuck in statue poses. But you know, I mean, they're they're cool figures. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't collect them as much as I used to. Uh, not even. Yeah, I don't even think I collect them. As, I, matter of fact, I don't even know when the last time I picked up a Funko Pop. 
But it's like the Ninjoids, like I said, I have nothing against them. You know, at the end of the day, they're they're pretty dope looking figures, but I just always looked at them as Funko Pops with articulation. That's just yep. that's just how I saw them. Dude, I gotta tell you, like when I first before I bought my first one, I was right in the same boat as you. I'm like, oh, there's these little chibi looking weird things. Like, I'm gonna stay away from these these things. But then <laughs> you know the problem was is like my Hero Academia just captured my heart, and the only oh, figures coming out at the time was, yeah, it was like Deku and Bakugo. Those are the only figures that they had. Like, yeah, they had the Figma Deku, but nothing, no one to go with them. So, like, I was able to get Bakugo and Deku, and then once I had those, I'm like, oh, let me start shooting these. And I really, really started liking shooting them because they, they come with multiple faces, you get multiple hands. So, they, they are like, you know, at face value, like, I see exactly the comparison that you're making with the, the Funko Pops. But you could like you could do a lot more with them. I think once you have them in hand, yeah, yeah, they're they're still super limited because you know they're giant heads and their little bodies don't move too much. But they're they're fun to shoot still. So I don't know. It's weird. They're getting better with the engineering with those figures too. They like are. I've seen they're adding so much more to them. They, I think they have a whole new body like that's coming out as well. And they're adding like more clothes, and you can buy extra facial expressions yep. and stuff. So it's like. It's worth getting into if you're into that type of stuff. Like I said, I blame Captain Dangerous. Oh yeah, she makes She's a good one so <laughs> whimsical and magical. Yeah. It's just like, oh man, you you want to buy them just so you can bottle up and capture that magic that she has. There are some artists like uh, Captain Dangerous is a perfect example of this that like can shoot them in a way that it looks like they're taking scenes out of a storybook and making them three dimensional. Wow, and. Exactly. And you're like, what is this world that they're creating with these weird little figures that just seem so inviting? Like, I want to go have tea with, like, their figures. Like, it's weird. Like, I want to be in those spaces. <laughs> wow. But like, to your point, Kiki, um, it's like with, um, with the bodies, like, they have, they have different lines with Nendoroids. They choose different bodies. Like, they're... Um, their My Hero ones have great articulation, like four, four Nendoroids. Definitely not great mm-hmm. articulation in terms of like, my, like Legends or anything like that. But um, you compare that with like the Demon Slayer ones, which have no articulation, that are also still coming out right now. It's weird because like, they kind of pain me when I get those figures. And I'm like, well, I can't bend the arms. No, instead I have a swappable arm that's bent. And that's what <laughs> I put in. It's weird. Yeah, I don't like those. Yeah, no, it's it's a shame. I wish they all had the articulation. Wow. What are you most excited about coming uh, in the near future for for um, any lines of figures, especially uh, especially like Hot Toys, Figma, and stuff like that? Like, what are you excited about? Uh, so Figma, I'm really excited for more of My Hero Academia figures. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. Um. For, uh, I think, Mezco, I think, like, in an interview, they had mentioned, I, I have heard it on the wind, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard them mention the name Doctor Doom, and I swear, if they come out with a Doctor Doom, I will be all over that figure. Shit, you and I you would, both, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> I will, like, I will punch somebody's child to get that figure. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to see like Mezco I think the most exciting stuff that, that, that they're doing to me is their creator own stuff like I want to see whatever this Doctor Nocturnal ends up looking like when they actually come out with it oh that's like, a must have for me bro like that's yeah. just like Doc Nocturnal is I kind of feel like that's the figure that's probably going to just do it for me um, 
it's just like when when the character was introduced, I was just like, oh man, this is badass. Because it's and like she looks so cool, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's like you can kind of tell the type of character he's going to be just by looking mm-hmm. at the poster. Like, okay, this dude is going to be. He's kind of like a mixture of, I guess you could say, you know, forgive me if I'm wrong, a mixture of John Wick, a mixture of Batman. Um, he'll have that dark type of presence to the yeah. point to where his whole goal is to make his enemy fear him. Um, to every time they turn around, they're looking over their shoulders like, oh, shit, like, is he here? Like, so it's, it's just like, I'm, I'm loving it, bro. I'm loving it. And that's also one of the cool things about that, that care, their characters is like, yeah, they'll come up with their own story for them. But because their characters known nowhere else, you as a photographer, as a creator on your own self, you get to create the stories for these characters, too. And I love that about them. Like, they're not Spider-Man. They're not, you know, Doctor Strange. They don't come with like a preconceived story to them. So that's what makes them so exciting to shoot. Like, they work with anything. Wow. And I honestly, I honestly think that's what makes certain reviewers make their reviews so cool to look at. The Amazing being one of them. Because you can actually, he actually takes these characters and he doesn't pin the story as if this is their actual story, but he puts it into where it's just like, okay, in order to give this, re- this review some spice, let me give them a story that mm-hmm. somewhat fits to the truth, but then again, it's kind of me kind of just jazzing it up a little bit. So, yeah, one of my one of my favorite things that D does is like he'll put his own his own head sculpt on his figures, and then he'll pair them up with like a Gomez, and they're like stealthily taking down something. And I'm like, that is that's awesome. That's like a pulp <laughs> comic that I want to read. I want to want read Darius and Gomez taking on like the Hydro organization or whatever it is. Like, give me that as a comic book. Yeah, and he's he's giving it to us in photography, and it's not like that's wrong. It's it's totally right because you know it's not Marvel Universe. It's not DC. It's it's whatever. It's whatever it's, you want it to be. It's the D universe, man. Yes, it is. It's the universe. Love it. And it's actually I love I love I love photos like that. I love photos that actually people well photographers. I love photographers that are not afraid to mix lines. You're yeah. at, you're you're not afraid to take some Marvel Legends and put them in photos with a Mezco figure, or you're you're not afraid to take a Mezco figure and put it into a photo with a NECA figure. You know, two different lines, but one photo, and it's just like, wow, that actually belongs. Yeah, so, if you can I, make it work, it's just it makes it so engaging, right? It's like yeah. it creates its own special dynamic. And then, the and then on top of that, that photo in particular, it grabs the. How can I say this? It, it reaches out to that particular collector. Like you may mm-hmm. be a NECA collector and only a NECA collector, but that photo is just like. Wow, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, he actually took I don't collect Marvel Legends, but he made that photo look dope just by adding a NECA figure to it, which I'm into, and now I'm into collecting Marvel Legends just because of that photo. So it, I kind of feel like it grabs each collector. You know, whatever line you collect, doing that can actually catch the attention of those people. So Absolutely. I agree. Uh, so um let me see. I'm trying to think. I think I got, got one more question for you. Um, well, I got some actually. If you okay, don't mind. yeah, go, go ahead, Gary. Go ahead. I was I was actually talking, and then I you know I, I muted myself, <laughs> but um, because I was like, why is why is CTG just talking over me? Dang, just <laughs> but um, <laughs> like what? What, uh, what was what was the image that you've done like probably like in the last year or two that was 
just so difficult to just accomplish and it was just so painstakingly hard but then like the results it was just worth it oh man that is a good good question um hmm. you know i did uh i did like a series of um portraits i like i took like this uh ongoing like meme thing though this art meme that was going around that was like what was it six portraits or something like that or six oh yeah i remember that yeah and, and i kind of I start... loved the presentation on that too <laughs> <laughs> thanks dude and like that whole that whole line like because i i, I kind of took it i wanted to take it very seriously but i did a batman shot in there that i really wanted to try to play up alex ross's batman um where he had him with the gargoyles on the other side it was raining and stuff like that and it was like one of those shots where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this to kind of come across and get it to work right. And I shot it. I have a gargoyle statue that I use for like the gargoyles on the other side. And I only have one statue. So I knew already I was going to have to like marry two photos together for the final piece. And yet also mm. I was like, okay, I'm shooting a hot toy. I don't normally like introducing water to my hot toys. However, if I'm going to do this, this shot justice, I'm going to have to try to use practical water effects because it's raining in the Alex Ross piece. And so I'm like, all right, let me try this. So, you know, I sprayed my hot toy with water. It hurt for about (laughs) 20 seconds and then I got over it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then after that, I was like, okay, I kind of got it. And then when I got it onto my, uh, my iPad to do like my finishing touches, it wasn't enough. So I wanted to take it further. And like I was like, well, I want to add in some fake water on top of it to kind of try to make it a little bit further uh, with that. And so I was like, man, it, was, it ended up being like multiple days of work uh, of like between the shot, the like the editing, the marrying of the two photos together, like to trying to get like water. I ended up taking water on a black umbrella, cutting that out droplet by droplet and repositioning it on Batman's yeah, armor so that it was falling <laughs> right. Well, I wanted yeah, to yeah. like here's the ridiculous thing that's what like, i thought about, man. yeah it's it's gross <laughs> don't do this people please <laughs> <laughs> um but like it's one of those things where like when i when i finish my my piece i want it to look good at the resolution that i'm seeing which is like ridiculous printout probably like an you know a 24 by 36 poster but no one's ever going to see this right they're just going to see it on instagram but i don't care i want to be able to like have this piece that, you know, if I ever decide to do prints or something like that, people could order, like, a giant one. And, it, like, the quality comes through. So, it's like, I really wanted to make sure that the water droplets looked real in, like, hyper detail. So, I think that was one that just ended up being a lot more work and a lot more effort and a lot more time. But I was so damn proud of, like, the finished yeah. piece. That's one thing I, I really love at your work, man, that you you really give so much love to the little details. And, and, and that's one thing that I, I really learned from you. I mean, like, especially the eyes, you know, the eyes yeah. was always <laughs> the thing where I was always like, hell no, man, I'm spending like one and a half hour now on these eyes. And then in the end result, you can't even see it, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, yeah, but I do it for myself, you know, because I know that the picture uh, like this is the way I want to have it. So, uh, I don't care if other people see it or not, but uh, you know it's a small it's it's a small details that count, man. And and I really respect you for that, man, because I uh, I I I see it in the stories and in the BTS sometimes, and then you uh, especially the eyes. It's so much work in those eyes, man. Especially for the anime characters, you know. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> that's. I, that's I why think I, like I remember it. seeing you doing using your own eye mm-hmm. for one of the pictures. I can't remember which one it was. I was like, holy shit! The Thing versus Hulk. Yeah, yeah, bro, man, that's one of the most epic ever, man. I don't. This could be like a comic cover, man. Thank you. That, that was a. I, I've been trying to like. Um, I, I went through like this little phase of, and I still kind of do it from time to time where I like, I take my favorite covers and I'm like, well, how am I going to reimagine this in toy photography? So I kind of did it. And Jay Lee's like thing versus Hulk were like some of the coolest looking covers when those are coming out. And I'm like, man, I got this awesome Marvel legends thing. And I have this great SH figure arts Hulk. Let me try mashing these two up and seeing if it works. And I really, really loved the end results of that. It ended up being my favorite photo from last year that I did those two. Oh, that was that was gonna be my my next question. Like, what was your favorite photo? Um, I definitely would put that up there as one of the highest for sure. Yeah. Um, it's just it just it just looks so like it's so action packed, and and it's so cover worthy. And it it brings me to another question. Like you mentioned earlier, like prints. Like, do you ever think about making prints? Because I have just for making them for myself to put around my room. <laughs> but not to like sell or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's very narcissistic to, to say that, but yeah. Not but. at all, man. <laughs> Be proud of your work. That is, that is not narcissistic at all. I think yeah. if you love your work enough to where you want to put it on your wall, I think that that is just showing that you're proud of the stuff that you're doing. That's awesome. Right. So you ever thought about making prints though, from uh, like the sale? I think about it all the time, but one thing that probably doesn't come through in my work is how actually lazy I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, man. And that's why I think we connect together, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, as soon as like, I'm done with work, I'm like, I'm on the couch and I'm like, well, if I want to set up like a print studio, I have to go back into my computer and do all this stuff. And I, I try, I think about it constantly. And I, I always even say it, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I even like, researched and got I, I have a portal i think with a spur, certain company already that i just have to start like uploading the imagery to it um i just gotta take that next step it's like it's killing me i really just gotta do it just the extra work the extra mind yeah <laughs> i'm uh i'm notoriously lazy it's really bad i think as i get older i'm getting lazier and lazier <laughs> so uh, let me ask let me ask you this. Um, what let me make sure gary you finished Sure. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 I'm saying, man. I mean, if you got more questions, let me know. Because sure, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of man, no, no, sir, you, you can, you can go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um. So, how <laughs> how many shots did you take of one setup? Oof. The typically one setup, probably between anywhere from. Every now and again, I will only take three, and like it'll just work. But that is that is the rarest upon rare occasions. That's like when like all planets like align in a magical fashion. Um, exactly. <laughs> usually, if we're talking like thirty on a good day, a hundred sometimes on a bad day. Oh yeah. Right. You know, and then it's like going through all those and like picking the right because like I'll get the stuff set up that like looks cool to me dead on like in the actual like real space and then when i have my camera out i want to move around that like that setup like if, especially if it's a setup yeah. i'm really proud of I, I really want to and like now having a dial that i can really move around stuff like i will just change the angle ever so slightly maybe go a little below go a little above go a little to the left a little to the right 
So yeah, like sometimes a hundred, sometimes more. <laughs> wow. wow. How about you guys? Like, how many? Like, what's the what's the normal amount for everybody here? Me personally, I hit at least like thirty or forty. But sometimes, if I got, if like like you said, if I have like the perfect idea and everything's just right on the money, probably like three shots, and I'm like, wow, that's that's it. I feel I so good. Right? Else. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't have to do anything else. This is it. I, I don't know. I gotta say, for me, it's probably four. Um, I don't know. I just I take one photo. If I'm not happy with it, I'll sit and I'll look at it and see what I can do different. And then I'll probably change up something, and then I'll take a second shot, look at that one. If I'm not happy with that one, so I'll just keep going until I guess I guess I can say until I'm actually satisfied with what I see. Um, I don't know. To be, I ain't gonna lie to you. And I'm, uh, this is my first time telling these guys this. Some photos I, I'm afraid to show them because I know how heavily, you know, how heavy their criticism is. Um, one of the yeah. things that you know, I, yeah, and it's just like one. I would be afraid of that man. I mean, I mean, nah, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. It's just, you know, it's just like, you know how you you get into those those um situations to where it's like you know you're messing up, mm. but it's just like you being lazy, and you know that okay, well, if this person finds out I'm being lazy, they're gonna check me on it. Yep. So it's just like I have those <laughs> moments, and it's like um, Nikki and Gary are like one of the two that'll probably be like, yeah, you probably want to add a little bit more to this. Or, yeah, you might want to retake that or, you know, kind of position this figure this way. If it's, so it's just like, when I get in those moods to it's like, man, I don't feel like hearing this bullshit today. It's just like, okay. <laughs> so, so I go ahead and I post a photo and I just let them critique the photo. And it's already on social media, so it's not that you're going to say to me. Yeah. I mean, they're going to critique label. it. But it's That's just a like, dirty move, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, it's too late, y'all. Hey, whatever y'all say, what do you matter now? Because it's already up. People are like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but if it's like it's a, if it's a shot that I really want to be perfect, I try to share it and let these guys know, like, hey, you know, what can I do different? Um, how can I position this? You know, like that Baron Benz photo you did. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So it's just like, and that actually came out pretty good, just because I had you guys help. So it's you know it's situations like that to where it's like you know I, I appreciate the you know the criticism because I need it. So. Dude, yeah, hanging like being able to have peers, friends, like someone that you could be have like a sounding board. Like, does this look good? Because you know, like for when I'm, especially when I'm like getting lost in editing, sometimes I'll, like I said, I edit too far, and so I'll throw it up against like you know, I'll throw it to Richie or throw it to like some of my other friends on Instagram, and I'll be like, hey, what do you guys think of this? Like, is this okay? And you know, it's it's great to have like you know people whose trust you know that you respect and like whose work you respect too, like. You know, you want to ask people who, like, you like their work, clearly, because that means that they're going to, like, also see what, you know, they see in your stuff. Right. And it's great to kind of have, like, a sounding board. But also, what Nikki said, like, never be afraid to just, you know, shoot stuff and post it and, you know, yeah. fuck, fuck what the haters say, honestly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the same for but, me, man. I usually also take around, like, 20 to uh, around 20 to 100 shots because I'm living in an old house, man. The, the forest are like old woods, you know, and, and I, I can't walk without anything moving here inside. So uh, sometimes, uh, and you know, if, if, you, if you're taking pictures like uh, what you also want to put in Photoshop, 
you you will have to take the same picture but with different kind of angle of lightning so like you, you take the same shot the same pose the same angle but you have like five six different lightning and sometimes you know when i'm moving and everything it, it hurts man it, it sucks but yeah it's a, around 20 to 100 so on, yeah. a, on a good day it will be 20 sometimes when i really sucks then it will be 100 <laughs> You bring up you bring up a good point. A lot of the time, when it gets to the high numbers for me, it's totally because I'm trying out different lighting techniques more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. Wow. Well, man, we um <clears throat> once again, man, we really appreciate you coming and you know chilling with us, man, and just talking with us. And um, I gotta say, as I expected, man, you dropped some 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 heavy knowledge on us. You answered some <laughs> tough questions. Um, and I, I just I appreciate your time. We appreciate your time, man. And, Thank you uh, guys for having me on. It was it was a blast. That's what's up. And it's <clears throat> I gotta say, you you're one of our um one of our biggest interviews. Um because earlier on, actually, I was trying to get in touch with you, but like I said, I know you're real busy, so it's kind of difficult to respond. So knowing that you yeah. talk to Nikki all the time, I was like, okay, well, you know, it was even difficult for me to respond uh, for him to respond, man. Because uh, <laughs> I, I had a really these past couple of months, uh, and I apologize for this. I had a really no, personal no. personal stuff going on, so I was really I, not on Instagram as much as it probably I should be. I know that, brother. I, I really respect that. So that's why you know I was asking you like five six months ago at uh, the beginning of the year, and yeah. that was that was the last time because I I, I saw in your story and, and you you also not the person that shared that much but uh you sure uh, i know the situation so i respected that so that's why i was hoping to have you in the closing the season is it yeah, season two yeah the season two yeah i'm yeah. really glad we were able to get this to work because you guys yeah, you guys are fantastic and you know, like i said i was listening to you guys before i jumped on today and i think i'm gonna make you guys like a standard i have to listen to you guys each time you pop, put out a new episode now wow that's fun, a big deal listen that's honored, man. I, I I have to say also from Richie because I was uh, I wrote with uh, shedding with him before. I should tell in the podcast. Richie is loving Tom, man. Richie loves Tom. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go ahead and say good night, man. We appreciate you guys checking us out, man. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, check him out, man. Uh, follow him on Instagram. Check out his photos. If you if you're not following him, oh my God, you're missing out on some gems. Oh, what the fuck, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so definitely, and uh, definitely, check out the one six show too. Yes, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Check, check out, out check out that check out the one six pack and um, definitely you know support 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 support. That's one thing that we have to do um, when it comes to you know. Us collectors, we have to support one another. Because um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, like I always tell my bros, man, we all we got. Um, so we got to keep it tight. So once again, man, we appreciate y'all listeners. Definitely check out I have our two. Uh, I have, uh, right. <laughs> it's time for me to go to bed, man. It's time <laughs> to go to bed. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? It's six. It's six a.m. in Germany, man. So I have to go to bed now. It's, it's, hey, look, oh it's eleven forty. It's eleven forty-six right now. So, <laughs> but um, definitely check out Ivo Watu, man. Um, follow him on Instagram. Check out the podcast. You know, <clears throat> comment under his photos. It's 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 like I said. If you're not following him, you're missing out. Um, check out definitely check out Geeky Fresh. You can find me CTG underscore the Collector. 
Nikki underscore Ty, um, Thomas underscore Money, Darth Dundada, Cap Lives, Figaholic Decepticon, Haru Hiroshi. Check us all out, man. Follow us. Um, everybody does great work. Um, very inspirational. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping y'all enjoyed this. Y'all have a great morning. Have a great week. Uh, stay safe. And, you know, keep the mask on your face, man. And uh, we'll catch y'all on the next episode.